I'm a firm believer that environment is stronger than willpower, right? You could try to willpower your way all you want, right? But if you're not making sure you're getting into close proximity, getting in the right communities, getting the right coaches, getting the right systems, getting the right processes, then you just you're just playing games, to be honest with you. Listening to the Move to Millions podcast with Dr. Darnielle J. Harmon. If you're ready for high level conversations that position and prepare you to move your company, cash flow, and connection to and beyond the million dollar mark, let's get this party started. This episode is powered by Move to Millions, the book. Listen to me. If you have millions on your mind, you can finally get access to my proven framework to help you to become a million-dollar CEO with grace and ease instead of hustle and grind. Go now to movetomillionsbook.com. I am so excited for you. As always, I have a treat. This week, my conversation with my former client and friend, prayer partner from time to time, the Andy Enriquez. Phenomenal is what I have to tell you. I hope you have your Move to Millions podcast notebook. You know, I told you to get one of those a couple of weeks ago, right? And you have a good pen that will not run out because the gems that flow out of Andy's mouth are going to keep coming and coming and coming. Andy is the CEO of Show Up For Your Life. What I love about Andy is that he can teach you how to tell a very mean story. I personally went through his Master Storyteller Academy And because of him, I can tell my signature story in two minutes or less. Andy is charismatic. He's been on some of the biggest stages around the country and the world. And what I love is that he has made it his mission to help you to unlock the power of your story and how to really capture, connect, and convert through the power of storytelling. Andy is absolutely phenomenal with clients that include NASA and Bacardi, Accenture, Office Depot, all of them have understood the power of leveraging your story to go to the next level. Grab pen, grab your notebook, get a glass of water or an adult beverage if you choose. And let's jump into my conversation with Andy Enriquez. Andy Enriquez. Oh, I'm so excited to welcome you to the Move to Millions podcast. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic, Darnell. What's up, girl? I've been looking forward to being here. You know, I've heard uh, so many great things about the podcast and all the knowledge and gems you've been dropping. And so I was trying to figure out when I was going to get a phone call. So I'm excited to be here. <laughs> I know. It, it took me a minute. It really did. Like, I didn't expect for the show to just kind of come in and do gangbusters. It's been crazy the number of applications we get. And I was like, you know what? This season, season four, this one is for my peeps. And so my goal this season, all season long, is to feature clients and friends that we've worked with throughout the year. And so, of course, you know, you had to get you on the list. Let's go. So just take a quick moment, Andy, and tell everybody who you are in your own words. Yeah. So what's going on, fam? My name is Andy Enriquez. I am the founder of the Master Storyteller Academy. I work specifically with purpose-driven entrepreneurs, speakers, and coaches, and I help them to craft really powerful magnetic stories that allows them to capture the attention of their ideal customer and client, connect with them emotionally, 
and then convert them into high paying customers or raving fans. And of course, as we get a little further into this conversation, I want to tell you a little bit about my backstory, because I think some of you will be able to relate to that. I want you to tell them right now. Let's let's start right there, because I think it will be the, a great backdrop. And uh, real quick before you go in there, real if you guys just want to make sure that you caught what Andy did, because he is so <laughs> masterful at this. But those of you who are listening, who want to learn how to take every opportunity to tell your story and bite-sized pieces that immediately gets people to want to take action. He gave you three powerful C's. He said the first thing that he's going to do is he's going to use his stories and he teaches people how to capture attention. The second thing that he's going to do is he's going to I'll show you how to use those stories to connect with the person who's receiving the story. And then lastly, he's going to show you how to convert. So right there, real quick, very masterful. We haven't even got this party started yet. Capture, connect, convert. And so if you can learn how to drill your story down and the outcomes that you produce for your clients that succinctly, that is going to help you on the move to millions. But tell that story, Andy. Hey, Darnell, that's what I love about you. You're always making sure you pull the curtain back and uh, and give the game to help the clients to be able to move the millions faster. But, you know, probably a lot of you are going to be able to relate to my story. You know, I grew up in a Caribbean household. And one of the things that my parents really emphasized was the importance of go to school, get a good education and get a good job. Now, what I know is that you didn't have to grow up in a Caribbean household to have heard that somewhere, someplace. And so I pretty much followed the script. I went to school at Florida State University. I studied like a maniac. I graduated summa cum laude. I got a, a degree in corporate accounting. I stayed an additional year. I got my master's degree in corporate accounting. And while I was in the master's program, I ended up taking the CPA exam. It was a two-day exam, 16 hours. I passed it and I landed a job with the big four public accounting firms. But here's the crazy thing. I'm working with this amazing company. I got every reason to do well, but yet and still, it felt like my life was following a basic routine. And what I mean by that is I'm waking up every day to the sound of an alarm clock. I'm jumping out of my bed. I'm getting in my car to fight traffic to get to a place in which I knew that I knew that something inside me was saying, Andy, there's got to be more than this. And so if you're listening there right now, maybe you have been in a situation, a, a job, a relationship, someplace in your life where you're saying there has got to be more than this. If that's you, <laughs> we got something in common. And well, so don't we I, all like, yeah. I mean, because I can say the same thing. I still remember. And I think even when I went through MSA, I talked about this, how December the 17th, 2004, <laughs> I woke up that morning and not in my stomach, just knew something wasn't right. Right. And then right. went into the office from from not in the stomach to lump in my throat <laughs> and quit my job like. No plan, but I just knew I was not meant to sit behind someone else's desk. So those of you who are listening right now, as we continue to delve into Andy's story, I want you to think about that moment, right? Mm -hmm. We call this a defining moment when you realize that there is a powerful poignant shift that you have got to make if you want to get on the trajectory to your destiny. And it's Absolutely. so important that you stop and think about those moments. I mean, Andy, how many defining moments when you think about the stretch of your career have you had that set you down a different path that even helped you to get to where you are today? Yeah, yeah. The crazy thing is, I think that God actually blesses us with a handful of defining moments that can completely change the trajectory of your life. 
And for me, it was December of 2004. I'm, I'm, I'm working at this company and I'm feeling as if like, you know, I feel like pretty much like what happened here? I followed the script. I did everything that I was told to do. I got the education. I got the great job. I'm working for a great company. I should be happy. And I was miserable. And the crazy thing is, is for a year and a half, I thought about taking a chance on myself for a year and a half. You know this, Darnell. I thought about becoming an entrepreneur, becoming a speaker, becoming a coach. And for a year and a half, I talked myself into it. And then I talked myself right back out of it. And like you said, it wasn't until December of 2004 that my defining moment came up. Kevin Costner, one of his movies, he he dropped the line that I love. He said, when the defining moment comes, either you define the moment or the moment defines you. And what what he means by that is that either you define the moment, you decide to level up, do the things that you got to do so that you can make that move to millions or the moment defines you and you decide to play it safe, you decide to play it small and hold on to this thing that you know you don't really want, which oftentimes is, is, is that job that's not producing the results that you want. And so, Darnell, what we have in common, it took me a year and a half But finally, I acted on faith. And I remember turning in my letter of resignation Mm -hmm. to Tammy Klein, the head of HR, and that would begin the journey. Now, Darnell, here's something I don't say, because I think I can't wait. Look, I'm on the edge of my seat. (laughs) This is something important for the Move to Millions community. Darnell, like that week when I was going to turn in that letter of resignation, I was contemplating and trying to build the courage to do it. I, I had it ready to go. And finally, I'd made a decision. I was like, tomorrow, I'm going to do it. And then that morning, when I got into the office, they had the list of the new promotions. And Darnell, I was on the list. And I remember looking at that list and I started playing this little mental game with myself was like, oh, maybe I should stick around for like an extra year. Maybe I should stick around for two years. I should make manager. I could save up a little more money. You know, I could try to find a way. And one of the things that I always say to people is like, when you're getting ready to make a shift, when you're getting ready to get to your next level, when you're getting ready to move to millions, like expect there to be a distraction. But here's the thing. Distraction is not always negative. Mm-hmm. That's the thing we always see. You always assume that when we say like there are going to be distractions to keep you from your destiny, keep you from next level. A lot of times people always assume, right, Darnell, that the mm-hmm. distraction is going to be something negative. No, the distraction could be a great paying job. The distraction could be a promotion. The distraction could be somebody that you have been friends with for a very long time that has been good for that previous season in your life. But then there becomes a moment that you got to make a decision, right? So I'm looking at that list and I'm like, Andy, what are you going to do? And I remember that I made the decision to turn it in. And as Joyce Meyer said, I had to do it afraid Mm -hmm. because I knew if I would have gone home with that piece of paper again, Darnell, I knew. You would have never done it. I would have never done it. Yeah, that's so good, Andy. I want to pull on a couple of things. One of my friends is like holding a mirror up for me. Mm -hmm. One of my friends is holding a mirror up for me and he's happy, but he holds a mirror up for me because he's a partner now. uh, One of the few black partners um, in the firm, Mm -hmm. you know, and when I look, I said for him, it's perfect for me. I would have had the appearance of success. And on the inside, I would have always been agonizing. And mm-hmm. saying, what if, what if I would have taken a chance on myself? What if I would have decided to become an entrepreneur? What if 
I would decide to become a speaker? What if I would have stepped out on life? And it would have haunted me. I would have never known what it was like to speak for companies like Bacardi, Office Depot, Pratt & Whitney, Accenture, NASA, you know, to be in Huffington Post, Black Enterprise, to build a seven-figure business. None of that stuff would exist. Right. None of it would exist, right, Darnell? It would have been internally outside. I would look like I had it going on. Be like, hey, this brother got it going on, right? He a partner, you know, with <laughs> Coopers. you know, he's doing good. But on the inside, I would have been miserable feeling like I missed out on my purpose and on my calling in life. That's so good, Andy. I mean, there's so much you said that I want to noodle on because I think that it'll be very, very helpful for everybody else who's having those same moments. Now, Mm -hmm. you know, the people who listen to this podcast, by and large, they already run six-figure, multiple six-figure businesses. They have their minds set on getting to the million-dollar mark, and they want to do it without all the hustle and grind. And I think one of the things that you said that I think comes up for a lot of people at whatever stage, whether that means substantially raising your rights, your your rates, right? Or mm-hmm. getting rid of the clients you know you shouldn't be serving anymore so that you can make serve, make space for the ones you are supposed to serve. I mean, we've all had to do that. I had to do that where I loved them, but they were not my call. And Gotta I had go. to, it was hard, <laughs> I, but I had to do it. So I love when you said contemplating and building the courage to do it at the same time. Mm. And I even loved the expectation that, or the understanding that there will be a distraction when you're in route to your destiny and recognize that it's not always a negative distraction. What I'd love for you to noodle on and just share with us, if you can take us back to 2004, which I didn't realize that it was the same December 20, 2004, both of us, we, wow. you know, we walking out. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> I never put that together. But what does it look like to be contemplating and building the courage Mm-hmm. At the same time, because the move to millions is it's as much mental as it is shifting the way you see yourself and the way that you see money and commanding more and standing boldly in the power of who God created you to be and being unapologetic, even when someone wants to tell you no. Right. We're you know, we we started in entrepreneurship hungry for as many clients as we could possibly get. Let me make it about me. I started an entrepreneurship (laughs) as hungry as I possibly, any client who came, I would take them. And then as I've decided to really stand in the lane that I'm supposed to be in, I had this point of contemplation and summoning up the courage to Mm. do the things, right? When we did, went through our rebrand just two years ago, putting a line in the sand and say, this is who we are. This is who we serve was hard. How did that look for you? And what were some of the things if we could give some success clues to our listeners who could be at a similar crossroad right now? What were some of the things that you did and you thought about in that season where you could have held on to that letter and stayed there another year and walked in that promotion? I'll tell you something that is a level of simplicity to it, but it also gives us permission to be able to move forward even when we're fearful. So here's what my presumption was. My presumption was when I got to stage in my life where I knew I needed to make a move, whether that's a move to millions, move to the next level, move to the destiny, move to the calling. My presumption was that before I could make the move, I needed to fully deal with whatever fear I was dealing with and find a way to eliminate that fear before I move forward. Mm-hmm. And then here's what I discovered. And I believe that so many of us as entrepreneurs discover this. What I discovered was that fear can come with you. 
Like, so a lot of times if you, if you look at it, it's like you're on the way, you're driving to your next level, you're driving to your millions. And we think this, that we got to hit park and we got to get in a whole argument with fear and ask fear to exit the vehicle. The reality of it is fear can come with you. Like fear can be in the backseat. As a matter of fact, how about this? Fear can actually ride shotgun right next to you. Mm-hmm. The thing that we just got to know is that fear just can't have a hold of the steering wheel, right? And the reason why we can't allow fear to drive the vehicle is because of this. Fear only knows two commands, right? Fear is either going to press on the brakes and say, sis, don't do it. Don't go. Don't try to hire that next person. Don't invest in the coaching program. Don't do the things you got to do. Get the systems, the processes so you can level up and, and build this million dollar business to make million dollar impact, right? Fear is going to press the brakes, do anything it can, or even worse, fear will start having you kick into reverse, right? And have you thinking about what didn't work out in the past, you know, the disappointments that happened in the past, the things that didn't work out in the business in the past, when you decided you were going to level up or do the things that you want to do. So what I've realized is this, it's simple, but yet profound is that, most of the time on this journey of entrepreneurship, fear is someplace in the vehicle. And yeah. most of the time, fear ain't even in the back seat. Like fear is like sitting right next to you. It's the but what I've learned, the devil on your shoulder. Yeah, like exactly. Literally right there. <laughs> right, right there. Right. And so what I've learned is that, hey, it's cool. Fear, fear is going to be riding. Fear just can't ride shotgun. Right. So I could just be like, look, fear is cool. I already know you coming with me. Right. And now what it does is it relieves me. It relieves me so that when that fear pops up, that I'm not all of a sudden having to put on a facade. I'm not having to um, put, put, press the brake. I'm not having to sort of pause. I just come to realization like, yeah, I know you're riding. The only thing I got to do is to protect the driver's position. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing that fear cannot get a hold of is sitting in the driver's seat. If you let fear get in the driver's seat, it's game over. Because good, fear is Andy, basically Andy. put pressing the brakes or kicking you in reverse. So fear, you can ride with me, enjoy the ride, talk all that mess you go talk that I know you're going to talk, talk that talk, right? Talk that talk. But one thing I do know is this steering wheel, oh, you got to fight me to get the steering wheel. You got to fight me to press on this gas. and You got to fight me to hit these brakes. We going forward. Even if we're going slow at times, we are going forward. And I think once I accepted that, once I accepted that, Darnell, I learned to just keep moving forward mm-hmm. in spite of the fear. That's good. And that, and because before I wanted to think the fear away, build the safety net for the fear to go away, overanalyze the fear. And the reality of his fear was like, I done got him because he's so busy analyzing, trying to get rid of me. He ain't driving no more. That's good, Andy. That's a great place to stop. That's a great place to stop. We're going to take a quick break. But one of the things I love that analogy and what I always tell people, whether, you know, clients, I'm on a stage, wherever, fear is an indication that your next level is present. Right. And if you look at fear that way, if it's sitting next to you, if it's on your shoulder, if it's on the dashboard, wherever fear might be in the car, if you see it as an indication that your next level is present, then it gives you the power and that courage that it often takes to keep moving forward. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. 
I know you love the Move to Millions podcast. I know you can't wait every single week for me to drop a new episode. You know what that tells me? It tells me that you're also gonna love my brand new book, Move to Millions, the proven framework to become a million dollar CEO with grace and ease instead of hustling grind. Listen to me, everything you need to know to make millions of dollars without losing your shirt, your sanity, or anything that's important to you in the process is in this powerful book. It takes what you are experiencing each week on the podcast to the absolute next level. Go now to movetomillionsbook.com to grab your copy. You're listening to the Move to Millions podcast. I am here with Andy Enriquez and listen. We've been talking about fear. Well, we started talking about Andy's story and we've gotten to the point of fear, which we all know that fear plagues so many entrepreneurs and small business owners. We allow fear to show up and take us out of whatever it is that our next level has for us. And what I love about what Andy just shared before we went to break is a way to look at fear a little bit differently, right? Fear can be in the car with you. It just cannot be in the driver's seat. And I think when you add in what I shared that, It really is just an indication that your next level is present. You'll stop allowing fear to stop you. There's never been anything that I feared that when I actually did it, it turned out the way I feared that it might. Mm, mm. Never, right? I believe fear is either behind you or in front of you. It's never in the present. And so if we can get people to just look boldly and flat-footed at the present, most of those fears will dissipate because- we haven't seen it yet, right? So we're making an assumption and we all know what assuming does. Yeah. It makes an yeah. ass out of you <laughs> and me. So if we stop assuming and just look at the evidence that we have right in front of us and see the fear for what it is, because no matter what it is that we fear in this particular case, as we think about Andy's story, fearing betting on himself, like the worst case scenario, Andy, I heard you say that you stayed an extra year to get a master's degree. You had passed the CPA exam. If this thing didn't work, you could have gotten yourself a job. Absolutely. And, and you know, I think I think for all of us as entrepreneurs, that as soon as we start the journey, we're going to have additional defining moments. So for me, when I left corporate America, one of the things I learned really quickly was that things were a little bit harder to do than I thought they were going to be, right? I thought I was like, yeah. step five, I'm going to become an entrepreneur. I'm going to do this thing. It's going to be amazing, right? It's going to rain money all it's the time. Money. Right? It's going to rain money. So I was at least wise enough to know that I needed coaches in my life. And so I, I started going to these personal development events. And I remember going to this one event and this gentleman was at the front of the room, Danielle, high energy, charismatic, dynamic. I'm looking around the room at the way that these people are responding to this guy. And I was like, oh my goodness, like I got to learn how to be able to communicate and influence like this. So I ran to the front of the room when he was done. And when I went up to him, I was like, excuse me, sir, my name's Andy Enriquez. I, I just left my corporate job. I would love to learn how to be able to communicate like you. I would love to be able to build a business. And, and he said, okay, young man, go to the back of the room and see the, the lady that is over my programs. This was over 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I run to the back of the room and his program director is a young lady by the name of Star Babatoon. Mm-hmm. And she hands me this paperwork and I'm reading everything on the paperwork. It's talking about helping you develop your message, talk about getting more confidence, get more clarity. I am so excited. 
And they told me they're going to give me a call the following day. And I remember the next day picking up the paperwork, but I had not flipped to the final page. Mm-hmm. And then I flipped to the final page. And I was like, oh, they done made a typo up in this piece. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. This thing say $30,000, right? So I thought it was like three, no, this thing said $30,000. So the program director, she starts calling me up the next day and y'all don't judge me, but y'all know I ain't picking up the phone, right? So I'm not picking up the phone. She called me in the morning. She called me in the afternoon. She called me, I was not picking up the phone. The gentleman who basically had ran up to said, hey, what happened to that Andy Henriquez guy that came up and said he wanted to, she said, I've been calling him. He hasn't been picking up the phone. He said, well, give me his number. And so I just caught by the blind side. I see a number. I had already put do not answer next to her number, right? But I, but I got a sorry, he's number, sorry. Right? He's sorry. Yeah. He's sorry. He didn't mean it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it, right? So then the phone rings from a number I didn't expect. And I just casually pick it up. I'm like, hello. And then I am in shock because I'm hearing this high energy. Hey, what's going on, young man? This is Les Brown, Mamie Brown, baby boy, and pride and joy. How you doing, young man? I'm like, Les Brown? Wait a second, wait a second. Les Brown is on my phone. For those of you who don't know, the guy who's in the front of the room is Les Brown, one of the top five speakers on the planet, the legendary Les Brown. This guy has generated millions by leveraging and talking and delivering keynote messages, speaking in front of the audience. Over 50,000 people, this guy's on my phone. And I remember he said, hey, what happened, young man? And I, I got to stuttering. I was like, um, y- yes, sir. I, I, I wonder, he said, well, well, what's going on? And I remember as we were having the conversation and I started making up all these excuses. And in so many words, he said something that one of my buddies would articulate so well. Mm -hmm. And what he said was that you have to invest at the level in which you expect results. Mm -hmm. And so what I realized was that, you know, I had always had these big dreams, these big aspirations, but I was always making these small investments these small bite-sized investments. And what I realized, quite quite frankly, Darnell, is I was being incongruent. Mm-hmm. And then here's the other thing. I told him, after coming up with all kinds of excuses, I told him, okay, well, I don't have this 30000 right now, but here's how this is going to work. Let me go figure it out, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to come back. And then he sort of chuckled. And what I realized was that my thinking was all backwards. Mm -hmm. Because what I realized what I needed to do was first, what I needed to do was to go ahead and commit. Right. And then I'll be able to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, I remember thinking it through. And at the time I had access to about 10 grand. Mm -hmm. And I remember saying, you know what? I'm gonna just commit. I'm gonna commit to this $10,000 and I'm gonna figure the rest out. And I remember... When I made that deposit of $10,000, it was like everything shifted Mm -hmm. because the moment I made that deposit, it got real. Mm -hmm. All of the things that had been talking about, all of the things that I said I wanted to do, I went from talking about it to now wanting to take action. And here's one of the lessons that I learned is this. We don't get out of life what we want. Mm -hmm. We get out of life what we expect. And once I made a higher investment, I expected more. Not only did I expect something out of that program, but I expected something more out of myself, right? And that started to create this shift and this change. 
that all of a sudden now it's like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I done invested my money. And somebody told me the more you pay, the more you pay attention. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden my demeanor changed. Same dude. But now I got skin in the game. Now yeah. I'm like, I need to get some results. Now I'm like, I'm going to hold myself accountable. Now, all of a sudden, I'm not concerned about what Les Brown's going to do for me. I'm, I'm thinking about, like, what am I going to do for myself? Yeah. Right? And you I know what I every- love about that yeah. is when I think about the model of abundance, which says, who must I be mm-hmm. in order to do what I desire to do in order to have what I desire to have? You have to be it first. Absolutely. And so making the decision, making the commitment, it is an energetic pull for you to become who you must be to get the result that you expect. And I love, I mean, I even the two quotes that I wrote down as you were talking, you have to invest at the level you expect results. And we don't get what we want out of life. We get what we expect. And so, but it all starts with that decision. Emerson says, once you decide, all of the universe rearranges itself to bring you what you decided, but you have to make the decision first, which I think is so powerful. Because, And if we think about it this way, Andy, Had you not made that decision 15 years ago to Mm -hmm. invest that $30,000 in yourself, not Les Brown, Mm -hmm. but in yourself, you would not today be Mr. Andy Enriquez, the master master storyteller. Like you wouldn't be any of those things that followed had you not made that first decision. Absolutely not. And you know, this concept of the expectation. I remember watching an interview and it was a gentleman who wrote a book the name of the book was called The Real Westmore. It was two gentlemen, similar names, grew up in similar neighborhoods, low income neighborhood around the same age. And one of those guys would end up receiving presidential awards, writing best selling books, become highly influential in the political arena. And the other one is serving a lifetime sentence in jail. And they basically had the same name, same neighborhood grew up a couple blocks from each other. And the real Westmore, whoever one you want to call real, mm-hmm. one that wrote the book went to go visit the one that was in jail and trying to figure out like, how can we come out of the same area and we produce different results? Yeah. And he asked a powerful question and he said, what do you think the difference was? Same age, same area, same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And when the guy stopped and think, he said, I think we had different expectations in life. Wow. And what I realized is this, is that I shared it a little bit before, but I want to make sure people understand why we have to attach dramatic steps and invest at those higher levels. That when you take bigger steps, when you also invest at a higher level, When you take more action than somebody else, guess what also changes your expectation? Yeah. So it's like if I'm if I'm next to the guy and I see this guy, he's he's taking he's walking one mile and I'm running 10 miles. I expect better results than him. Right. If I'm with somebody and they're like they're going to work out once a week and I'm going to work out five times a week, I'm expecting to have bigger and better results. And the expectation begins to have us to show up differently. And the expectation causes us to take bigger actions. And as a result, taking the bigger actions, we begin to produce bigger results. The bigger results helps to reinforce the thing that you were talking about, Darnell, which is the identity. It becomes who you are. 
the strongest force in human nature, Tony Robbins said the strongest force in human nature is to be consistent with the way that you see yourself. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if you set goals and saying that you want to have a multi-million dollar business. If internally you only actually believe that you're capable of having only a six-figure business, what happened is we have a gap. Mm-hmm. And in that gap, that gap has everything to do with your identity, has everything to do with who you are. Yeah. And so how do we how do we how do we close that gap, Darnielle? And I just got to share this with people because I remember the most frustrating thing is setting goals each year, financial goals, only to have a couple of great months in there, but still end up being right about the same place. Yeah. I realized is that it had nothing to do with all the tools and things I was given. It had to do everything with my mindset and the Mm -hmm. fact that my identity, I was still at the identity of someone who was like, let's say at half a million, you know, 750,000 or whatever you might want to call it. Right. Right. I need to create identity shift. And there's three primary things to be able to create a shift. Number one is just being aware of the fact that you could set all the amazing goals that you want, but that there is a internal regulator in your life. It is just like the cruise control in your vehicle. I, you know, we got my wife one of those electric cars now, Darnell. Mm-hmm. And I got in the vehicle and I did not realize that there was some setting to try to help us out because we were running low on the battery. And so mm-hmm. basically I was pressing on the gas. And even though I was pressing the gas, I could not exceed a certain speed limit. And so what happens is a bunch of us, we're like pressing the gas to try to get to our next level, but without realizing there's already been a limit set, okay? And we got to be aware of that. We got to be aware that there is, we going on cruise control. Or if you want to look at it as the thermostat in your house, it's set at a certain temperature and we will find a way to always get back to the temperature we are set on. That's the first thing, awareness. Okay, be aware. Awareness, awareness. The second thing is so critical and so important is associations. Mm-hmm. We have to get into closer proximity of the people who already possess the identity that we are looking to be. Because what happens is you cannot in your, you cannot be operating at a 75 and hanging out with 100. You're not going to hang out with Darnell Jervy, right? You are not going to hang out with Andy Enriquez and be having consistent conversations and stay at the 75. Correct. It just won't happen. The pro- being in close proximity to people who are operating at a higher level, or you might be one of those people who are operating at that higher level, someone getting in close proximity to you, they're going to change. Why? Because yeah. being in your presence, they're going to start looking at the way that you think. Mm-hmm. They're going to start looking at the way that you are being, the way that you are actually showing up. And being in that close proximity consistently and also paying attention, because here's the thing you got to understand. Some people get in proximity. And when they get in proximity, they're not paying attention. Success includes, but only for those who are paying attention. That's right. The reason why you got some people are multimillionaires and they got cousins that's completely broke. And Mm -hmm. their cousins (laughs) do get around them every once in a while. But the cousins just talking about more like, hey, where are we going? Where are we going to hang out? No, no, no. I'm talking about getting in proximity so mm-hmm. that you can get the downloads, the frameworks to start thinking and being like that person. OK, right. so we got awareness. We got also association. association. Mm-hmm. And the third one is action. Mm-hmm. We got to take action, not at the level that we're at, but we got to take action at the next level. So in other the words, we're at a at. 75. 
Mm-hmm. You got to take action at 100. Now, how do you know you're taking action at 100? How do you know? Because taking 100 out of action at a seven, if you're 75, taking 100, uh, action at 100, it's never, ever going to feel comfortable. Why right. is that? Because that's not your normal. Right. Like, it's not your normal. You're getting beyond your internal thermometer, as you said. That, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's so good. So right. good. Ah, so good. So right. good. And okay. it, it, but Darnell, one of the things that I got to say, which is what we got to break is, especially with the association part, mm-hmm. when someone's operating at a 75, you know who they love to hang out with, Darnell? People that are at like 50. Thank you. That's the exact <laughs> number I tell when I'm teaching this. Why? Because 50s make you feel like you're a rock. Yeah, they make you feel like you're doing something. 50 makes you feel like you're doing something, right? Yeah. 50s make you feel like you're doing something. So we don't realize why we got to like, so the reason why, why do you have to get into those mastermind communities? Why do you have to move to million? Why do you have to get in the presence of the Darnell Jervies? And the, it's because you're trying to get into the proximity so you could get in the community. And number one, you have this awareness. You're like, oh man, I'm aware. That's why I felt like there's a glass ceiling. No, ain't no glass ceiling. I'm on autopilot, right? right? I got to shift this. How do I shift this? I, I got to get in closer proximity. Where's the mastermind I got to be a part of? Who's the coach that I need? Who's I got to I got to get in the room. The people you got to get in the proximity, the hundreds, they don't be in free rooms. No. I'm going to repeat that again. Hundreds don't hang out in free rooms. Not at all. You want to get in the presence of hundreds, you have to go ahead and invest at the level in which you expect results. Now we get into the close proximity. Now mm-hmm. we could start seeing like, oh, wow, you start having awareness because when you're at a hunt, when you are 75 hanging around 100, the hundreds always holding the mirror up of what's possible for you. Yeah, Whereas that's good. When you're in the presence of 50s, 50s make you feel like a rock star and 50s are actually trying to get you to slow down. 50s start saying, well, you've done enough. You don't have to do all that. Girl, you good. <laughs> no, you're not good because you're God not has good. more in store for you. That's so what right. do you mean you're good? You can make more impact, right? So, and then the other thing is we got to take action at that level that's constantly, constantly making us fearful. And there is one more. Darnell, you let me All know. right, and then we're going to take a quick break after you give us the last part. The last one that I'll say is this. When you take that action at that next level, you got to anchor it. Mm, that's good you can't take that action once in a while taking that action once in a while everyone's had a good day a good month okay taking that action once in a while is not enough to shift your identity and change who you believe and say that you are Mm -hmm. but if you can do that action repeatedly if you can anchor it then all of a sudden you change your belief system and you no longer identify with being a 75 Mm-hmm. Because you're taking action at 100. And at first it was fearful. Then it's just who you become. Right. And then you got to go find you some 150s to start hanging around. That's it. So that you're constantly elevating. That is so good. That I'm going to unpack does it. does not stop. Absolutely. I'm going to unpack it when we come back. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Stuck on the six figure plateau? It's time that you cross over the million dollar milestone with grace and ease. Part memoir and part methodology, Move to Millions, the proven framework to become a million-dollar CEO with grace and ease instead of hustle and grind, helps entrepreneurs and business owners simplify their processes to multiply their profits. Known for breaking down complex topics, I equip you with all that you need to leave the headaches of scaling your business behind so that you can be empowered and edified without compromising 
any of your values in the process. It is time for you to make the move to millions. Grab your copy today at movetomillionsbook.com. Welcome back to the Move to Millions podcast. I am here with Andy Enriquez and Andy, you have been dropping the gems, (laughs) the gems, the gems. I'm excited for you guys because I think that the power of expectation is going to elevate your identity and put you in the spaces where you truly need to be in order to not only make the move to millions, but to consistently operate at your highest of levels. And so, Andy, I want to thank you for all of that. Just before we went to break, you gave us another four step. I love that you speak in alliteration because it always makes it easy for people to understand. It it made it easy for me to take these notes to to give this back to everybody. First, you need to have an awareness. If you want to, this is to make an identity shift. So first you need an awareness of your internal regulator. Then you need to shift your association and get into closer proximity with people who are already possessing the identity that you desire. Then you've got to take consistent action at your next level. And as you take that action, you have got to anchor it by doing it on a regular basis. And I agree with Andy 250%. If you do each of these things, then you will put yourself in contention to get to the million dollar mark. One of the things that I love when we have the opportunity to work with clients and Andy, who has been a client of mine, and we'll talk about that in a second, is watching this change happen. When they first come into the mastermind, they're, you know, bright eyed, bushy tail. They're so excited. And then we watch light after light after light come on for them because they realize that they're finally in a community with people that can accelerate their next level. And as they lean in and then boldly step in, that anchoring process gets them to the million dollar mark, which is so super exciting when I think about this. And you might not even realize this, Andy, but since we've been paying attention, we've created $38 million CEOs. I love it. Which is just like, we only been paying attention for a couple of years. (laughs) So, (laughs) So it's just amazing to stop and think about like what we've been able to do and how this identity shift that you just broke down for us really makes a difference even for people inside of our community. So before we finish our time here together today, I would love it if you just take a few minutes and just talk about when we got to work together, which I think was 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that's that's um so six years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. So um it's so crazy. So I remember at that season, you know, I had built my business to you know low multiple six figures. And I remember being just frustrated and trying to figure out, like, man, you know, I'm putting in this effort, I'm putting in this energy, but I know, I know that I know that I know that I could get to the next level. And I was like, well, who who's somebody that I know that has put in the work, has produced the results? And somebody that I know also has the ability to teach the things that they know, right? Because some people can produce a fruit. They're not very good at teaching it. Yep. And nor um, also, you know, you and I are very big on process and frameworks, mm-hmm. right? So I don't want theory. I need a process and a framework. And so I remember you and I had the opportunity where, you know, we got together for our VIP day down in uh, beautiful South Florida. And it was so crazy because that opportunity that I had to be in the room with you, there was so many light bulbs and so many things I was just spinning my wheel trying to figure out that you were able to so clearly and so easily map out. And not only were you mapping out the things I was trying to get past, but you were mapping out the path 
for me to go ahead and build a seven-figure business. And I remember leaving that room. I had so many gems. And I just was like, okay, I'm gonna just act on one of these things. I'm just gonna act on one of these things right away. And there's something that you shared with me that helped me to simplify my entire business. Mm -hmm. And we immediately, I called the team. I was like, I want you to go to our landing pages. I want you to go in our emails. And I had this awesome VIP day with Darnell. And we are now going to make this adjustment. And we made this tweak and adjustment in the business. And literally like over the next couple of months, we increased our revenue by hundreds of thousands of dollars as a result of just one strategy, just, just one strategy that I pulled of the multiple strategies that we had actually broken down. And the other thing is, is that even from that time, right, over the years, you know, I have not stopped learning and also learning and gleaning from you, Darnell, right? There's been many a times that we had conversations um, you know, where I was in the middle of something, trying to process something. And you were always uh, just so, so great at being able to go ahead and give me the path. Mm-hmm. And that's why what I love and what you do is, you know, there's a lot of people that talk about helping people to, to you know, generate a million dollars. But what I love is that for you, every single thing that you're always talking about, there's a framework, there's a process, there's a system. And there's a community to back it. Right. And I believe that that is what creates the that's what creates the environment to be able to set people up to win. And I'm a firm believer that environment is stronger than willpower. Right. You could try to willpower your way all you want. Right. But if you're not making sure you're getting into close proximity, getting in the right communities, getting the right coaches, getting the right systems getting the right processes, then you just, you're just playing games to be honest with you. Right. And I'm, I'm loving, I can't wait. You know, I'm looking forward to the book dropping. I I'm always cheering along, um, you know, with all of the millionaires that are being created and are going to continue to be created. And I'm grateful to have been one of those individuals that was able to glean and, you know, be able to make this million dollar impact. And as a result, of making million dollar impact, million dollars chases you down. Multi-million dollars chases you down. Multi-million, absolutely. Right? And so this, this is what it's about. And, you know, one of the things that we learned too is that for everybody who's in that process, the million dollars is just a threshold, right? Because then right after that- The floor. It's the floor, right? Right after yeah. that, your next, your next threshold is the 10 million, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's, you got to go, right? And so- Let's not waste any time. Let's not play any games. It's time to move the millions and let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. I love that. And thank you um, for, for saying that. I think, you know, one of the things I loved about working with you is you are an action taker. And I mean, literally, I still remember you. And every time I would check in with you, you'd be like, no, that, that strategy has now made a half a million dollars. She's now made a million dollars. And just continuing to perfect the skill and being such an amazing student, as brilliant as you are, to not be afraid to get into, as you talked about, the proximity of other people who can help you to elevate. And so 
I'm grateful, you know, for our ability to work together and now in our ability to mastermind together. Yes, and, yes. you know, me being a part of your story and you being a part of mine, you know, I, I speak often about when I went through MSA, yes. uh, Master Storyteller Master Academy. Academy. I'll put, yep. we'll put all of Andy's links in the show notes. So you guys will be able to go and learn all about it. Highly recommend if you want to learn how to drill down on your story in a way that if you go back to what Andy said when he was introducing the, himself, captures, connects, and converts, highly recommend that you go through MSA. It was amazing. We have sent many clients yes. to MSA because of how powerful it is that Andy truncates that ability to tell a powerful story in two to three minutes. You don't need to take... <laughs> <laughs> To get your powerful story out into into the marketplace. So I'm just really grateful. Andy, before I let you go, I always like to round out every interview by asking three questions. And I just really want to hear the first thing that comes into your mind. You've already given us some really powerful quotes. Is there another quote that has made a difference on your own journey to and beyond the million dollar mark? Yeah, this was something that just my mentor used to always say, and I think is in alignment with when you're saying the person you need to be and become, I use my mouth and speaking to generate the majority of all the income in our business. Mm -hmm. But there's something he used to always say, and here's what he would say. He said, young man, who you are behind the words are far more important than the words themselves. Mm -hmm. So Les Brown, periodically, we would have conversations, say, young man, who you are behind the words are far more important than the words themselves. And so there are some people that they're, they're saying the right things, but they're totally incongruent. Yeah. And when you're making the move to millions, there's a part that is so important. And that is congruency to not only bring the message, but to be the message. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Oh, that's so good. Look, you don't stop me in my tracks. Okay, <laughs> is there a book? Is there a book that you read that you go back to often or that you think about being a defining moment in your own journey? I love to give our listeners books for their professional library. So is there a book that you read? Yeah, you know, there's there's one that was was newer to me. I had uh, read one of his previous books, but but this one, it was so simple and it made so much sense. It's The Pumpkin Plan. Oh, yeah. By, uh, Michael Michael Callowitz. Callowitz. Yeah, The Pumpkin Plan. I just thought that that was just like, just a great way to just remind us to keep the main thing, the main thing, you know, mm -hmm. when you're making that move to millions, there's a lot of distractions and a lot of things that you could do. And, and there's a lot of people, the reason why they don't have a multiple seven figure business is because they got too many six figure businesses. Right. Mm -hmm. And if they could just learn how to just go ahead and just figure out like, what's the one pumpkin that mm -hmm. I'm just going to grow to make this massive pumpkin. And there's a bunch of other pumpkins on the vine and they cute and all, but I'm cutting them pumpkins off the vine because they not the ones that's going to win the show. Right. Yeah, that's and good. so that pumpkin plan that that was hot. I like that one. And that is definitely one. Um, not an oldie, but I think it'll be a goldie for, yeah. for somebody picking out. Definitely one. a good book. And then lastly, is there one tool that you swear by that has made the difference as you've been on the move and made the move to millions? Yeah. So tool, I'm going to say, you know, for us and the team, it's just really help for communication. I think it's great tool for communication. And that is just Slack. You know, I just, I, I used to just go crazy a little bit when we would be like trying to email people and the stuff gets lost in the feed for us and the team. We basically have a channel for 
all the critical items in our business. And it's mm-hmm. just really helped us to simplify everything and be able to compartmentalize the conversation. So if we're talking about million dollar storyteller mastermind, if we're talking about master storyteller academy, if we're talking about a VIP day client, if mm-hmm. we're talking about an upcoming retreat, each thing has its own channel and it's made life a little bit easier for us as a team. Nice, nice, nice. I love all of this. This conversation was so rich. I know you guys will come back to it often. Yeah, I have no words. I'll give you my thoughts in in the recap, but this was just absolutely amazing. Andy, thank you so much for stopping by the Move to Millions podcast. Uh, Thanks for having me. Appreciate you. It was good, wasn't it? OMG. I have so many notes, so many good things he said from the decision or, or the realization that he was not meant to sit behind someone else's desk, right? He said, my life was following a basic routine and recognizing that God blesses us with a handful of defining moments that can change our lives. And even the understanding of the distraction that he had when he got that promotion and how he turned that into an opportunity to go to his next level. He said, you have to invest at the level that you expect results. And we don't get what we want from life. We get what we expect. And I loved how he talked about that Tony Robbins quote, be consistent with the way that you see yourself, that that is a true key. And that sent us down the path to talk about the model of abundance, right? Who must I be to do what I desire to do so that I can have what I desire to have? And his last closing part about making a powerful identity shift, awareness, association, action, and anchoring it all together. This conversation I know is one that you'll come back to over and over and over and over and one more time after that. Again, we will make sure that we put all of Andy's information in the show notes so that you can connect with him so that you can learn more about how to leverage the power of your story on your own move to millions. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I'll see you guys next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me for the Move to Millions podcast. If this episode has impacted you in any way, would you please take a moment and rate and review Doing so helps us to deepen our impact and expand our reach around the world. And if you are ready to start your very own Move to Millions, I highly recommend that you order your very own copy of my brand new best-selling book, Move to Millions, the proven framework to become a million-dollar CEO with grace and ease instead of hustle and grind. You can get your copy and our bonuses today at movetomillionsbook.com. Until next time, remember, millions are your birthright and to access them, you need only move. I'll see you next time.